Well, hi. My name is Ray, and welcome to my podcast. The universe doesn't owe me anything. We'll circle back to why I titled my podcast that later in another episode. But a little bit about me is that I am 25, turning 26 in April, and (laughs) I cope with humor. So obviously by the title, this is a very serious topic, and if you hear me chuckling or giggling or anything, it's because I cope with humor, so I might crack an inappropriate joke or two. I hope you're okay with that. But you kind of have to be, because I'm not getting any feedback on this first episode. So, obviously, the title is Molested for Three Years. So, trigger warnings now. We're going to be talking about sexual assault, child abuse. So, if you are not okay with those topics, please click away. Maybe the next episode will be for you, maybe not. You don't have to force yourself to be comfortable. If you are ready to hear what happened to someone else, if you've gone through a similar experience, I'm sorry. It's a lot more common than it should be. It shouldn't be common at all, if I'm being quite honest. (laughs) But maybe hearing somebody else who's gone through it with you will make you feel not so alone. So of course, you know, breathe, analyze, (laughs) check in, see if you're mentally ready to hear a topic like this, and if you can, awesome. If you can't, don't force yourself to. It's perfectly fine. Anyway, (laughs) I guess another disclaimer is obviously this is my own experience. This is things that have happened to me as a child, so if you can't relate, if something similar had happened to you but not exactly the way that it happened to me, you know, please don't compare our stories, I guess. I don't know. It's different for everybody. It really shouldn't happen, period. But you know what? I'm stalling long enough. I said I was gonna write a script, didn't really write a script, so we're just, we're just gonna keep on trucking. (laughs) Anywho, Let's just get right into it. I think that we need to start at the beginning. Beginning? My parents met in the Philippines. (laughs) Beginning, beginning. My parents met in the Philippines. My dad dragged my mom to the States when she was 25 years old. And they fell in love and they had me. (laughs) For a short period of time. They fell out of love, I guess, when I was three years old and they divorced. And both of them found new partners, actually allegedly, allegedly, not confirmed by my father, but he may or may not have cheated on my mom with my stepmom. Not confirmed. I didn't want to bring it up, you know? (laughs) So there was a lot of resentment there towards my father on my mother's side, which now I understand, but when I was a child, I did not understand. Anyway, this episode is not about any of them. It's about one parent, obviously. But you know what? Both both of my biological parents found new partners, new spouses, and they both sucked, you know? Sometimes people are blessed with four parents who treat them well. I was not. I was blessed with four parents who treated me like shit. <laughs> you know, it's good for character development. Anyway, I don't know why I like that joke. It's not so much true now, 
but we'll get into that in another episode. We'll get into that in the future. This episode is about my former stepdad. They were never married. My mom never got remarried. But for the sake of making this easy, we'll just call him my stepdad. He came into my life at about five, six, or seven years old. My little sister, half-sister, was born when I was seven. So they had to be together before that. I just don't know how long they've been together before that. And I think, well, obviously the first few years were fine and dandy. I mean, I think we were pretty normal. Got comfortable really quickly. I, I think I got comfortable really quickly. A lot of memories are going to come up for me in the middle of this. So please be patient. Bear with me. The details are a little fuzzy, so I need to think back a little harder. And <laughs> if you're wondering why I'm doing this, like why I'm forcing myself to remember the good old days, um, I'll explain that in another episode. Maybe the next one or maybe three or four from now. We'll see how this goes. Anywho, so the first incident happened when I was 11, so that's at least five years of being a quote-unquote normal family. You know, nothing happening to me, nothing like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm going based off of when I was seven, because that's when I know for sure that they were together because my sister was born. So it was at least five years of a fairly normal childhood, living with my mom and my stepdad and my new sister. And then, honestly, at 11 years old, you just, that's just when you start being curious. Something happened that made me aware of sex and, you know, intimate things between people, hopefully grown adults, who are consenting, but I digress. <laughs> We were playing around like we normally do as a family. I think my stepdad was just taking care of me and my little sister. And my little sister went to go use the bathroom or she went into another room or something. She wasn't in the same room as me and my stepdad. And we were wrestling and for some reason he... Oh, not for some reason, but you know, wrestling. Like he was on top of me at 11 years old. And this man is like well into his 30s or 40s, mind you. And, I don't know, something just clicked in his face. I saw it. Like, oh, this is what she wants to do. And I don't know why I feel the need to defend myself, but I'm going to. First of all, I was 11. Second of all, I didn't really know what sex was. Like, I thought it was just humping on top of clothes. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable right now, but it's fine. Anyway, that's what I thought it was. So, I was kind of getting him to do that, like, hump me while he was on top of me. And, you know, for a really long time, we're not going to get into details, this is another episode, sorry to say, but for a really, really long time, because I was conscious of, like, knowing that I was doing that, like, I thought that's what sex was, and I, like, kind of got him to do that. I really thought it was my fault, because, spoiler alert, in the court, hearings uh he was adamant that i insinuated it so i believed it for a really really long time until now which is uh why i'm starting this podcast to talk about it you know so yeah 11 wrestling alone in a bedroom which you know like in hindsight like now 
a lot of people probably would have been like blamed my mom about it you know like that's a terrible mother why would she leave her child alone this son and the other it was at least five years and she had a child with him and my mom's guard was down let's not blame my mom yet not yet <laughs> okay don't get all riled up about my mom yet so that's how it started and then it was pretty persistent after that to my knowledge it never went further than like touching and oral sex it was never penetration but it almost was one time to my knowledge <laughs> you know sometimes i could have been really knocked out i don't know but to my knowledge it was never penetration which was very lucky for me because this went on for three years maybe four years it was very often multiple times a week when he would tuck me into bed and you know i was very close to my father and i missed him and i didn't have him all i had was this man <laughs> you know so most of the time when i asked him to tuck me into bed it was because i was missing my dad and i wanted comfort and that's not what i got but i didn't say anything because you take what you can get i guess i was just like it'll be over soon and then i can get cuddles and then i can you know get what i want get tucked in or whatever and as a child you don't know you know you don't know what's going on you just are like well if that's what needs to happen for me to get what i want then you know and actually i need to do more research on this i think this is the proper term but it's called consensual assault something along the lines of that consensual non-consent something i'll do more research you guys can obviously do your own research um if this has happened to you but it's where something happens to you and in order for your brain to process or for you to be like okay with what happens especially if it continues to happen if it happens again your brain kind of convinces yourself that you're okay with what's happening like your brain tricks you into giving you a sense of power and making you feel like you're in charge when you're really not which is also why it's coming back at me because today at 25 years old i'm finally realizing how much power i actually didn't have and that i didn't want these things to happen to me but they happened and now we're processing through them <laughs> this is just the groundwork you guys need to know what happened so that you can know how it fucked me up <laughs> so yeah multiple times a week multiple times a night um sometimes during the day when mom was at work and was at school was my little sister you know just on the couch in the living room and my grandma would be the only one home and i'm pretty sure she heard it and let's not blame my grandma either god rest her soul <laughs> what was she supposed to do um i'm filipino by the way and my grandma came when my sister was born to take to help take care of her and so my grandma didn't know english very well she was definitely not gonna you know help in the situation if she called 911 and i don't know i just don't blame her i'm pretty sure she knew but she didn't say anything 
and honestly we were all kind of scared of my mom love her now was not easy to grow up with <laughs> yeah no my mom would not have respond she didn't um and that's for the next episode actually she did not respond the way that i'm pretty sure most of you would think that a mother should respond so um yeah no my grandma knew not not to tell my mom and if she didn't come to that conclusion on her own i'm, I'm pretty sure he told her not to if anything but yeah, this went on from 11 years old to 14 years old, and I told my mom on Mother's Day. Isn't that a wonderful gift? I think I was a freshman in high school, and I told my mom on Mother's Day, and the next episode is probably going to be the events after I told my mother, because they were not... <laughs> They were not good. This was many, many, many years process. Many, many years. Yeah. This feels so casual for such a heavy, heavy topic. But this is also me trying to realize and telling people that I was 11 years old. Me as a 25-year-old, I don't even want to deal with a 24-year-old. I can't. I can't believe how many years I blamed myself for this happening, not realizing that I blamed myself, you know. On the surface, I was like, logically, obviously, I know he was in the wrong. I didn't know why. I didn't know. It's not that I didn't know how, but it's like, I don't know how to explain it. I really did think it was my fault that none of this would have happened if I wasn't naturally curious about sex. And, you know, some of you might might agree with him. Some of you might blame me also for what had happened to me. But my argument is if you think that an 11-year-old can seduce anybody, you need to go to jail. <laughs> you just do. Like, I blame myself for so long, but if an 11-year-old girl or boy or anybody... If an 11 year old period came up to me and said exactly what I just said, there's no way, there's no way I would ever ever put blame on the 11 year old. That's just insane. No matter what she thinks or they think that they did to provoke this person, absolutely not. If an 11 year old came up to me and said, hey, I think, I don't, I don't know what they would say. I don't know what. No 11-year-old would do that, okay? No 11-year-old knows what they're doing in the realm of sexual anything, okay? And I got really riled up, but I'm really just yelling at myself for thinking that it was my fault for so long. And I'm getting repetitive. <laughs> it came with so much trauma, and it's so hard to date right now because I was a serial dater from, like, sixth grade because he would stop. He would stop touching me whenever I had a boyfriend. I don't know why. So I was a serial dater. I was never ever single for too long. I, I don't think I was ever single longer than four months since sixth grade. I don't know what year that was, but I, yeah, from like 10, 11 years old, I started dating and I didn't stop dating until I was 21. 21, when everything was said and done, <laughs> I 
have been single since then, really. I mean, I've dated here and there, and there were some really serious situationships. It was never official. <laughs> some real serious situationships, but, you know, technically, legally. <laughs> I had been single since 2021. No, since I was 21. Since 2018, <laughs> I believe. Yes. And, you know, for a few years it was amazing. It was great. I could focus on myself. I could you know, do what I wanted, grow as a human being. 2017 is when I started going to therapy. That's a whole journey. It's not easy. For people who are afraid of therapy, you know, I don't blame you. It's hard. It's hard to find your therapist. I got lucky for a while. <laughs> but again, topic for another episode. I should have really written a script. I knew I was gonna go on a tangent, but this first episode I don't think will be too long because it's just the gist of how I felt and how it makes me feel now. So yeah, realizing that I was a serial dater because my assaulter would stop assaulting me when I was in a relationship for some reason. He respected when I was in a relationship. You know, it makes it really, really difficult to be alone and feel safe being alone. It makes dating hard now when you haven't dealt with these things. I don't know how it affects me today. I am an anxious avoidant attachment style. I am both. I am... <laughs> Sorry if you hear my dog. Doing whatever she needs to do. I... I am really, really clingy when we're first dating. I want to spend all of my time with whoever I'm with, and they are the light of my life. But as soon, as soon as I see a red flag, as soon as I think that it's not gonna work out, then I'm out. I'm a runner, I'm a track star. <laughs> you know, I don't need someone to be perfect, I don't think but I do need someone to be able to communicate with me and be honest with me and be straight up with me and tell me what the fuck is going on and that's probably a lot to <laughs> deal with when you just met somebody or you just started dating somebody. But if you can't do that, you know, then I'm out. <laughs> and it's hard to find a middle ground. It's hard to think that the things that I do and say and think and the way that I act isn't normal, quote-unquote normal, or maybe it is, maybe it's, it's common what I do and say and think, but maybe it's not the healthiest thing, or maybe, maybe it's not what we're supposed to be doing, or how we're supposed to be treating each other. I have absolutely no idea, and honestly, I was a pretty confident kid. I was very sure of myself. I am normally but something something lately and maybe it's because i'm a taurus <laughs> apparently fixed signs have been going through it the past three years lately i've just been doubting myself everything everything about myself the way i think act you know what what is exactly desirable about me in the dating realm and those are all things that i i was like i'm funny i feel like the last person i dated took my funny away and that's frustrating because 
is the main thing I liked about myself. You know, like, my looks can go, my... I'm not the brightest, you know, I, I don't have a great memory, and it's probably because I'm blocking a lot out, you know. <laughs> the more you push down, I feel like the worse your memory gets. It's, your brain's just like, oh, we don't need to remember that, because we forgot a lot of other things, so whatever. I feel like I'm not that smart, I'm not great at recalling facts. My funny... <laughs> It was kind of all I had for a while. I, I believed that's all I had. You know, I don't think that I'm ugly. I think I'm pretty average. Like, I don't think that I am the prettiest girl out there. Absolutely not. Especially not now. I'm breaking out so bad. I need to drink more water. <laughs> I'm not great at taking care of myself, even though it's getting better. 2023, I formed a lot of habits that I am proud of. But, you know, eh, even just having to defend that. Even just speaking about myself this way, I think you guys can tell that I've lost a lot of confidence. And that's okay, because I know I'll get it back. I know that this is a phase, and if I really truly want something, like, to change my physical appearance, like, I can. I can, that's not hard. It'll take some time, but that's not hard. Anyway, oh gosh, this is a horrible, horrible tangent, but it's fine. Anywho, circling back to the main point of this first episode. I mean, I was in middle school. I was at the tail end of elementary when I started dating. So obviously none of my relationships lasted very long. I think the longest one was <laughs> four months. What? From middle school to high school? Four to six months, maybe? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was my longest relationship so you know would be like four to six months of being a-okay and then four-ish months of not being okay <laughs> i've already said it i've already said it multiple times of being touched okay so even though there were somewhat long breaks in between i and you know i'm pretty sure he's not gonna go a full four to six months without so probably like once or twice during a relationship maybe i don't know which ones but clearly what happens in your childhood affects you in adulthood it is not easy for me to date yeah i guess we should talk about the almost penetration before i go right i think it was towards the end he was getting bold because i was turning 14 i was getting up there in age and there's one night I think I asked him to tuck me in like a normal father and he waited till I was asleep. Then I woke up, my pants were down, and his dingling <laughs> Jesus, his little pee pee was trying to be inserted into my booty hole. I really thought I was gonna be professional for this podcast, I wasn't gonna <laughs> Anyway, it didn't go in before I woke up, and I was like, what the fuck? The position that he put me in while I was asleep, I think I was, like, face down, ass up. Mind you, I'm, like, 13, 14, so please. <laughs> and I think I just, like, turned? Like, got onto my side? I don't know. I mean, I was half asleep. I was asleep when this happened, and I don't 
remember exactly what I did to make him stop, but he was like, you right, it's too soon or something like that. I didn't even, I didn't say anything. I just turned around and put my pants back on, I think. And yeah, I don't, I don't remember much after that happened. I think that's when I started to feel weird about it. I think that's when I subconsciously realized that I wanted it to stop. I'm not exactly sure what happened immediately after that, but the next episode is <laughs> gonna be what happened after I told my mom. And that, that you're gonna be thrown through a loop. It's, it's a wild ride. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> I don't think, and you know what, let's do a last little disclaimer. I'm fine, or I think I've been fine-ish, because after everything settled, court case, I think I had to focus on the good parts of my childhood. And there were many, many good parts. Let me be clear, like, you know, in some ways, I was still an extremely lucky, lucky child. You know, in some ways, in the ways that I've had to remember to get through, I guess. And it's not that deep, like, I- it is that deep, but it's also not that deep. Like, I love the majority of my family. <laughs> I have a support system, like, let me just say that not all of my childhood was bad. However, comma, this podcast is finally me acknowledging that a lot of my childhood also sucked and I'm allowed to be sad, I'm allowed to mourn the child I couldn't be. I'm allowed to acknowledge that, you know, my parents sucked, all four of them. <laughs> I'm allowed to, you know, I'm, I am in a place where I feel safe enough to be sad about it, to be angry, but I've been angry for a really, really long time. So, you know, if I feel the need to be angry, I will, but it's not the first emotion that I want to feel. I've been angry for so long, I'm tired of it. It's so much energy. So much energy to just be angry. But now, because clearly this is affecting me so much, today, I'm allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to be disappointed. I'm allowed to, again, mourn the childhood I never had. The innocence that was taken away from me. You know, a lot of people's first reaction to something like this happening to them or their child is anger. And as angry as I was, I never... I used it. I used it to not be sad. I used it to not feel like a victim. I used it to not feel like... Something so horrendous happened to me. It was just unfair. It's unfair to me in all ways. And I'm allowed to acknowledge that. And I'm allowed to... I'm just allowed. I just am. This podcast is just me finally giving myself the space to think about how shitty my childhood was. I, I, I can't think about all the good times anymore. It makes me sad. I can't think about just the good times anymore. It, it just, it's not good for me anymore because it just makes me sad because it wasn't all good times. And pushing down 
all the bad times. Like, it's just, it's just not healthy anymore. So, <laughs> I hope that some people will come with me on my journey. And if I help you through your journey too, that'd be amazing. If not, then, you know, this is just for me to go back and see where it started, how it started, what happened, how I got here, how far I've come, because I forgot how much progress and growth that I've made since starting my therapy journey in 2017. God, I was not, not a kind child. <laughs> I was not kind at all to anyone, especially not myself. So I hope I helped some people. I'm gonna have to come up with like a catchphrase or something to end these podcasts. <laughs> my name is Ray and this is my story. Have a great week, month. I don't know how long it's gonna take. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye.